Hello and welcome to the final Give and Go podcast of the girls' high school basketball season. Championships are over and we're here to recap. Uh, I'm Scott Erickson, the girls' basketball beat writer for Game Time CT. And with us, as always, is the super busy guy, Pete Pugaga. Pete, how you doing? Good, Scott. Um, it's nice and relaxing today, to be honest with you. I know we're in here early, but <clears throat> knowing that... Um, that this is it for the day is is kind of <laughs> nice to know that like all right once this is over that's it uh, i'm not quite in the same boat we're putting the poll out today <laughs> we're putting the number one story out on, on norwalk uh, so that'll be on game time ct uh wednesday night uh thursday morning uh not shouldn't be any surprise who the number one team in the state's gonna be it's gonna be norwalk undefeated double l champs there should be no debate yeah they're uh, the only undefeated team in all any of the winter sports, yeah. And boys basketball, girls basketball, hockey. Um, There's one. Yeah, that's it. That's them. Twenty-eight zero. Twenty-eight zero. Really impressive run by Norwalk. Uh, we'll we'll talk about that double L final in a little bit. Um, Mohegan was awesome this weekend. I think they had twenty-one thousand fans up there. For yeah, the CIC record. They broke Was the it record. really? Yeah. Wow. Did you yeah. not? Did you not read the newsletter? It was right there in the newsletter. I'm sorry, I missed the <laughs> newsletter this morning. I do get the whistle newsletter in my inbox every morning, but I must not have opened it up this morning. Yeah, it was under uh, numbers to know or new no. I don't know. Whatever. I'm going to go back there. and open up my newsletter again and <clears> uh, and click on the numbers to know so that I can find things like that out. Uh, and if you sign up for the whistle newsletter, you can get this in your inbox every morning. Every all, morning. All the scores, all the high school sports updates. Um, all right, let's talk about the championship games. Uh, let's start with Class S. Uh, Trinity Catholic beat Canton 52-45. Um, Canton was the number one seed coming in. Uh, this is a huge turnaround for Trinity. Um, they were 2-18 and two years ago. They won eight games last season. Uh, obviously, everyone's heard about the story with Mike Walsh coming in there and taking over the team. Uh, which is just a great story and really yep. fun. And I have to say, I've known Mike a long time, almost literally my whole life. I've covered a bunch of his boys' championships up there. This is one of the happiest I've seen him. Like, hmm. just so much joy holding up that trophy and getting to experience this with the girls. And I said to uh, to Dave Rudin, who's also covered a lot of the boys, I said, with the boys, there was always so much stress and pressure to get there and had all these D1 kids on his team and – it was almost like a relief when it was over. Hmm. Uh, with the girls this year, it seemed like they were having a lot of fun. Uh, you saw a little bit of that game, too. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I shot through the four <clears throat> girls' finals, and then I got the <clears throat> I got the end of the Norwalk game. But, um, yeah, I mean, Lopes was dominant. I mean, from start to finish, she just was the best player on the floor, and then she exploded in the second quarter. Uh, she had 17 of her first half, 20 points in the, first, in the second quarter, yeah. and really just put Trinity Catholic right on the road to the championship. I don't think there was any way that Kent was coming back after that. No. Ayana uh, had the best game of the weekend uh, for girls or boys. 26 points, 7 blocks, 9 rebounds. She dominated. Uh, we'll talk about the girls that played all 32 minutes of their games, but she was one of them. Um, yeah, I think he only played 6 girls in that game. He only played 6, only because one of the girls got in foul trouble. <laughs> so, 4 of the Trinity Catholic girls played 32 minutes in that game. Uh, which is impressive for them because if you know Catholic's court, it's a little smaller than that court up at up Mohegan, a little less, uh, not as wide either. So yeah. great effort by them. Um, look, I've covered Trinity a lot. People know that I, I cover Stanford. So it was nice to see Mike win. Um, the girls really deserved it. 
losing your, you know, they lost their head coach in the middle of the season, uh, you know, for family reasons, personal reasons, whatever it was, but uh, that's never easy on a team. And they were able to rebound. Uh, Caitlin Scott played really well. Uh, Kaya Nolan played really well. Like Pete said, they only played six girls. Um, shout out to Canton for a great season. Um, yep. Abby Sharon, um, you know, potentially an all-state, first-team all-state player. Uh, she's going to be back next year as a junior. Um, they had a really great run. Uh, tough loss, you know, coming up a little bit short against Catholic. But they were right there the whole game. I mean, this game was close. Canton led uh, by eight, you know, after the first quarter. And then Trinity kind of rallied, like you said, in that second quarter where – it was twenty three to four Trinity, and that kind of told the tale of the game. And she scored. Anna scored seventeen of those twenty three points. Right. <clears throat> At one point, I think she had like three threes in a row. Um, but this is actually an interesting stat, and this is something that didn't happen in the majority of the games. Trinity Catholic was fourteen for seventeen from the free throw line. Yeah. That is something that, when you watched the girls' games this week, you were just sitting there being like, "Hit your free throws." You know, it got late in some of the games in the double L in double L game in the L game, yeah, and even the M game, and like Sheen had a chance, <clears throat> Sheen had chances at the line they didn't hit him, Hand had chances at the line they didn't hit him, right? And you're sitting there like there are free points right there, yeah. How how can you not you know? And then you see Trinity Catholic here in the in the yes game going 14 for 17, and yeah, Hand in that game was 11 for 23. That really killed them. Uh, they could have come back and and possibly beaten. Hill House. Hill House only shot five of eight in that game. We'll get to that game in a little bit. But, yeah, from the free throw line, Trinity really, really did a good job. That's ultimately where they had to win it. Uh, you know, Canton was fouling them down the stretch. Uh, and let me see, how did Canton do from the line? That they game? were uh, 10 for 17. 10 for 17. That, that's not terrible. Nope. But, uh, 14 for 17 obviously got it done uh, for them. Uh, Ayana's three-pointers were unbelievable. Um, I think that's the most she's had in a game <laughs> this season. That's what um, – <clears throat> That's what they said after the game. They were like, um, looking at the, um, he was like uh, Coach Brian from Canton. He was like, yeah. you know, looking at their their scouting report. They don't they don't shoot a lot of threes. Right, and, and there they are hitting you know, <laughs> three after three in the second quarter. So, yeah, they did everything right. Um, again, Canton was a really good team. I was really impressed with them. Um, I'm still voting them. You know, up up not in the top five, but you know, up in the poll. I think they deserve a vote uh, in the top 15 at least. Um, but kudos to Trinity for winning this championship. Uh, Well-deserved for Walsh and Lopes and all the girls there. Um, all right, let's move on to Class M. Cromwell. Uh, this game ended up being really competitive. Cromwell was up early in this one, and it looked like to us that Cromwell was going to run away with this thing. Uh, but Sheehan fought back, uh, really made a game of it, ended up tying the game. Late, uh, and then Cromwell was able to hold on. Um, speaking of free throws, Cromwell went 23 of 30 from the line in this game. Uh, there were so many late fouls in this game when the game was so kind of many. out of hand. Not out of hand, when the game was out of reach, and Sheen kept fouling and um, kept fouling to keep it close, but it just didn't work out. I mean, that's. <laughs> I love basketball. I don't. I don't. I like covering basketball. I just yeah. hate that part of basketball. I know you do. Yeah. And you're just sitting there, and it's like, all right, guys. Like, I understand. It's the last game of the year. You know, whatever. But it's like, all right, guys. It's nine points. Like, there's 30 <laughs> seconds left. Like, come on. Just run the clock. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they had a bunch of girls hit free throws down the stretch, um, and that won the game for them because uh, Olivia Robles and Sheehan came back furiously in this game. Uh, but they even took the lead. 
You took the lead in the took fourth. A, took the lead in the fourth quarter, their first lead of the game. Uh, but Sadie Budznick uh, was five of six from the line. Uh, you know, she scored the game high points for for Sheehan. I'm, I'm sorry uh, for uh, Cromwell, and uh, they had an incredible season, Cromwell, and capping it with a state championship was appropriate. The scary thing is a lot of these girls are back. Oh, for Cromwell. For Cromwell, yeah. so um, they're going to probably be right in the mix uh, next year. Look, next year we don't know. This is something I wanted to mention at the top, but when they're going to this five division system next year, this could be the last time we see S champion and M champion and L and double L. Like you said, they could go division one, two, three, four, five. So these could be the last champions of the the letters uh, yeah. for for a long time. I um, mean, and you mentioned Sadie Bud- uh, Budzik, and and she played great. But I mean, I'm not even going to try to pronounce her her last name, but Najee. Najia? Yeah. Um, she, I think that the turning point there was Sheehan scores to take the lead. They're up 44-43. Cromwell misses a couple of shots. They get they got offensive rebounds. She puts it back, gets fouled, and all of a sudden they're back up two. Sheehan misses a shot. She comes down with the dagger three with like a minute 50 left. And dagger. That was it. That was it. It was like a Sent a dagger through the hearts of Wallingford. That three, absolutely. That three is so huge. Uh, to to step up and shoot that ball takes a lot of guts, and she did it very calmly and knocked that shot down. And Cromwell was a great team all year out of the Shoreline. It's great to see the Shoreline winning another championship. Uh, and Cromwell gets a, bo- a girls' championship the year after they get a boys' championship. I think was this their third end title since 2013. Right for the girls. Um, and Sadie Budznick said after the game that her brother was on the boys' team last year, and now she got one Ooh. for herself this year. So the family is the family is happy. <laughs> uh, let's move on to Class L. Um, this game was very strange because Hillhouse took a huge lead early in this game, um, and it looked like they were going to roll run away with this thing. And Hand kind of hung around and stayed in the game. And this one was, these are two conference opponents that played each other. This is the third time playing each other. And it looked like it at times. They just know each other so well. This was, in the nicest way possible, a not very pretty game. It was not pretty. It was, you know, like I said, when the teams know each other this well, it's hard to have a wide yes, open pretty absolutely. basketball game. I mean, they were feeling each other out, it seemed like, for the first half. Right. I mean, it was... Hand scored 12 points in the first half. Yeah. Uh, Tanaja London, double-double. Uh, you know, behind Iana Lopes, uh, I think, uh, you know, London had the best game of the weekend. Uh, 17 points and 12 rebounds. Um, they got 11 points from Tyree Allen Chappelle, who was hurt a little bit early in the game, but came back and played in this game and finished off the game. She hit an unbelievable three at the end of the game, just crossed up her defender and just knocked down the three in her face. That was kind of... That was the end of the game. That was like that. I think there was like less than a minute left in the game, and that kind of was like that got everyone to their feet, and everyone was like, "Oh damn!" <laughs> yeah. uh, like we said, uh, the academics were up fourteen nothing in this game, uh, and then hand even the game at twenty nine with six minutes and twelve seconds to go yeah. in the fourth quarter. That's how low scoring this game was. That they tied the game at twenty nine at that point, <laughs> but. Like I said, the teams both played really good defense. Uh, things got a little sloppy. You know, Hillhouse, I think when you get out to that big lead, you kind of get out of your rhythm and yeah. start trying to run a gun and do things that you're not used to doing. But awesome win for them. They they deserved winning this. They won a, a really tough semifinal game against Notre Dame Fairfield. Uh, Tanasia London, Tyree Allen Chappelle, awesome game. Um, can't say enough about 
the job Hill House did coming out of the SEC this year. An SEC team was going to win this either way. Yep. Uh, but I think Hill House was the deserving team. And um, look, they beat East Haven to get here. They, they they beat Notre Dame Fairfield to get here. They deserve to be here. Um, and they are your Class M champions at a Hill House. Class L. They are your Class L champions. <laughs> Thank you, Pete. You're welcome. Uh, it's just right. long. It's been long. It's, it's been a long like week and a half. It's been a long week and a half. Uh, really fun week and a half. Yeah, a long week and a half. Um, the double L game. This game stands alone from the entire weekend, boys or girls. Nothing really compared to it. Um, just a slugfest from the beginning. New London goes up twelve nothing on Norwalk early. They're leading by 11 going into the fourth quarter, and you kind of think, all right, you know, th- this game's going to New London. They're going to win another championship. Uh, I can't believe it's that Norwalk's undefeated season's going to end in a double-digit loss, and it didn't. <laughs> they started chipping away. They started chipping away. They finally took the lead. Um, Ashley Wilson hits a huge three, and then, you know, there's a controversial play in front of the New London bench. New London's up two. It looked like the Norwalk girl was trying to foul, uh, you know, Bland Fitzpatrick. She goes down running into one of her own teammates. The ball gets knocked out. Ashley Wilson grabs it for Norwalk, and then she's fouled by Ty Pagan. Uh, that fouls out Pagan, so she's not in on the court for the last minute of the game. Uh, Wilson hits the two free throws to tie it. Uh, Norwalk ends up getting the ball back again with 20-something seconds left, runs a few sets, and then finally uh, Anijah Morgan with a great dribble penetration, awesome bounce pass to Nava Renee, and then Nava Renee scores the basket of her life. Like three seconds left. Three three seconds Chaos. Chaos. I mean, Norwalk had an unbelievable season. We talked about the quarterfinal win over Mercy, where the girl gets fouled with no time left or with one second left, and they win that game. They beat Hamden in the semis, and then to win a championship like this really doesn't get any better. We saw it last year with East Haven winning at the buzzer. This is a little more improbable because they came back against such a good team from down 11 in the, yep. in the fourth quarter. I was there for Norwalk's first game of the season. I was there for the last. They're truly a team. Like, no, yeah. no superstars. You know, they have kids that were all FCAC, maybe kids that are, that are going to be all state, but a different kid was a lean scorer every night. Someone else did something different every night. Uh, Nava Renee has been their most improved player year in and year out. Probably their best overall athlete. She scores the winning basket. Like Such an awesome story. Great for Ricky Fuller, who was an assistant on the undefeated 2000 team. For him to come along and win this game for Norwalk was awesome. Uh, I know you got a great video of that. and We do have videos of all the championship games. If you go into the game stories, there's videos in there that Pete and Sean Patrick Bowley made for every single game um and pete was on the side right under the bat the norwalk basket got an awesome angle of the bounce pass and the basket i, I think the best angle that anyone got so Thank go you. go check those out <laughs> go check those out on on game time ct but what were your overall impressions of of the weekend up there at mohegan that was your first one the full weekend right you yeah because last hockey. year i always had hockey um yeah. it was fun i mean it's just was so I guess with not having hockey and then having hockey after I was talking to Joel Cooks into the CIAC and he was like I'm not mentally like prepared for there to be anything more after Sunday because like once you get to that final game on Sunday usually it's winter season's over there's nothing left like time to rest Mm 
Yeah. <laughs> time to like wrap up, start putting all state stuff together. No more games, this and this. And then it was like, all right, we have two more hockey games. And it was like, I can't. I'm just tired. But it's great seeing everybody. It's great seeing all the um, the other media members and getting to kind of hang out and talk and see some of these teams play against each other that, you know, haven't <clears throat> played during the regular season. Like we saw Norwalk and New London play, which was great. Hillhouse yeah. and, and Daniel Hand had played. It was their third time. Um, seeing Cromwell Sheehan was 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 fun and you know getting to see Trinity Catholic win you know and you get to see these players like Iana Lopes and 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 London and Ashley Wilson and the girls from Cromwell and it was nice to finally get to see them and you get to see them in the big lights the big stage and it's it's always cool to be at a game where you see someone hit a big shot but it's much cooler to see someone hit a big shot on such a big stage in front of and there were some good crowds like we mentioned before the CIAC 21,000 people you know whether or not they were fans were there for those games or the games after, but there were big crowds for every game. I mean, the Sheen Cromwell game was playing. Uh, were they playing the six o'clock? Who was playing the six o'clock before the the D one boys? Yeah, it was Sheen Cromwell, right? Yeah, that game was packed as like the the D one like fans. So you had like the Cromwell fans and the Sheen fans, and you had the East Catholic fans and the Windsor fans, and everything was just kind of it was so. Packed. That was the a Sunday game. game. It was a Sunday three o'clock. Sunday game. three o'clock. I'm sorry yeah, yeah, for the yeah. Waterford game. I yeah, apologize yeah, yeah, yeah. for the Waterford whatever. Leading into that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. it was like huge just crowd, those yeah. games and the way that they stacked them was so well that every game felt like there was just a great atmosphere, which was really cool. The D1 boys game was packed. I think they had nine thousand for that. But the Double L girls had a really big crowd. Um, I thought New London would bring more students. They didn't have a ton of student section, but they bring a lot of people from the community. So yeah. They, that side of the thing was, was really full for them. Norwalk brought a bunch of fan buses up there. It's always great to see so many fans come up. Cromwell showed up great for their for their side, um, and then a few of the boys' sides showed up great. But there, I can't imagine playing in, in that, like especially for the girls who play in so many gyms where it's just like parents in there. Yeah. 95% of your games, maybe a handful of students, and then to go to Mohegan Sun and have 5,000 people or whatever it is watching yeah. you play is pretty There were awesome. a lot of people who just go for the weekend to watch all the games, and that's oh, yeah. pretty cool. And that's one of the cool things, like Pete said, when we're up there, you see all the coaches, the ADs, people from other schools that aren't participating. You see referees. And especially when we you know, we went out Saturday night, we stayed up there, and you go out Saturday night, and it's like walking through the CIAC. Like you just see people with their sport. With, you know, here's an AD from that school. Here's an AD from that yeah. school. And everyone's up there and having fun and – it's such such an awesome event. Um, I also got to room with Pete for a night. So that, that was, was fun. That was the, that was an adventure. That was fun. We got donuts fun. in the morning. Yeah, we got donuts in the morning. I got back to the room a little before Pete, and Pete had been there the night before. And I walked in and I smelled hamburgers. It was such a tease because Pete had gotten hamburgers the night before and just hadn't cleaned up his mess, so it wasn't it weren't fresh <laughs> hamburgers for me. <laughs> My bad. His bad. Uh, but yeah, we had so much fun up there. Uh, all the stuff's on game time. We covered every single game while we were up there, boys and girls. Sidebars on a lot of these things. So go check that stuff out. Uh, let's run through a couple of the top performers. Uh, we mentioned Sadie Budzik with uh, 18 for Cromwell. Uh, Liv Robles had 17 points and 7 rebounds for Sheehan. Awesome career for her. So good. Um they had trouble getting her the ball over the last two minutes of the game, but she was a you know a key part in them coming back. Um, they did a really good job on her defensively also that game. Uh, Ayana, we mentioned her, 26 points, 7 blocks, 9 rebounds. 
Uh, Abby Sharon from Canton had 15 points. Uh, Tanasia London had 17 points and 12 rebounds. The I- she's going to excuse me. She's going to Iona next year. Um, yeah, there were a few D1 girls that we got to see. Yeah, which was nice that they got to play on that on that stage because you don't always make the championship just because you're a great yep. player. But then we saw that some of the D1 girls playing uh, this weekend. Uh, and then there was a couple Iron Women, the girls that played uh, 32 minutes in every single <laughs> every single minute of the game. Uh, Ciara Little of Hill House played 32. Uh, Sarah Wogelmuth of Hand, who we didn't mention, but she had an awesome game. She was all over the place. Keeping Hand in that game. Um, and then Nayla Senogen. I'm going to say Senogen from Cromwell. She played 32 minutes. I'm probably pronouncing her name wrong. I yeah. apologize. And then Trinity had four players, Emma Garner, Kaya Nolan, Ayanna Lopes and Caitlin Scott all play 32 minutes. Um, that's just the way they play. They, they just don't have a deep bench. Um, look, this was an awesome ending to 2019 season. The 2020 season, I'm really looking forward to. I think there's some great players coming back. A lot of good players coming back. Uh, you know, Abby Sharon, we mentioned her at Canton. Uh, Sarah Wogamuth's going to be back for hand. Uh, Vanessa. Stoles Jenner yep. is coming back for Cromwell. Uh, Cromwell's got a couple players coming back. Uh, Stanford's got Megan Lanchlidle coming back. I would actually love to see, especially with these divisions and the success modifier that the CIAC uses, I would really love to see Cromwell, like maybe in two or one, if they do it. Because they, they do have a lot coming back, and they're so well coached. And this is a team that's won three titles in six years. Like, I... Th- they just with having those girls come back, I think it would, this would be a good year. Ne- next year would be a good year to see what Cromwell can do at the big stage. I think it'd be amazing if you had Canton Cromwell playing up with those bigger schools. I don't think they would find it maybe. As no, easy, they would. I think they can compete in that tournament next year uh, if they were placed up there. I don't know how they're going to work this tournament. Who's going to be in D one? Who's going to be in D two? But Canton and Cromwell are certainly going to be good enough next year to compete with those teams. Yeah. Uh, Notre Dame Fairfield's bringing back almost everyone. They're going to be loaded. Trumbull's bringing back their two really good sophomores, uh, Barbado and Palmieri. They're going to be good. New London and Norwalk have enough underclassmen in those teams. They're not going anywhere. Uh, so looking forward to 2020, I, I'm super excited to get back into girls' basketball next year. Um, I had an awesome time covering the girls' basketball. This <laughs> well, you're year. not done. You still have the All-State team to do. So I'm working on my All-State. I'm doing the poll today, and we got the All-State team coming out next week, Player of the Year, Coach of the Year. Uh, that'll all be out on Game Time CT next week. Um, the girls' basketball community really embraced us and really enjoyed this show this year, and obviously that's why we do this for, yeah. for those people. Uh, but, yeah, we heard from coaches, parents, ADs, players. They all like the show. They all like the coverage that we gave them. Uh, I want to thank Pete for being here every week because, you know, he didn't have to be here. He didn't have to be doing this. <laughs> he didn't have to come fun. here once a week uh, on a Tuesday morning and, and come in and do this. Uh, he's certainly busy enough without doing that. But I want to thank him, especially for the week he came in here really, really <laughs> sick. Like, he was really sick. I didn't, I didn't mention how sick he was, but he could barely keep his head up. And one time when he did pick his head up, his eyes were so red, I thought they were bleeding. Like, I was like, I have to go get someone. Pete's got Ebola. Like, <laughs> felt like it. This is pretty serious. It felt like it, for sure. Uh, but he came in here every week and did this, and Thank I really you, appreciate Scott. that. And uh, you guys should appreciate that, too. So, like I said... Go check out all of our stuff on Game Time CT. We covered all these games really, really well. Um, the poll will be out later today. The All State teams will be out next week. I think that's it, buddy. 
Oh, thank you to the coaches for jumping on the show with oh, us. Oh, all our guests. guests. Yeah, yeah, all yeah. our guests. Because this is something new that we did. This is something that we want to try and implement uh, throughout. You know, we dabbled a little bit with um, guests during soccer and football. And then we really went into it with boys and girls basketball, if you listen to Joe's show. Oh, and uh, the hockey. This is the other one I'm on with Mike. Uh, we really dove in with the interviews with the coaches, so we hope you guys enjoyed those. And thank you for the coaches for jumping on, taking time to talk to us, because that was always fun. Yeah, and we got a lot of good response from that, too. And we're going to have more coaches on next year. Uh, Pete and I will be back in a few weeks. Yeah, we'll be here. Weeks, I mean, maybe, we haven't even with, figured out when we're starting baseball. With baseball? Yeah, I mean, we'll be back. I mean, high and tight. Maybe next week. Who knows? We're, yeah. we're excited to do high and tight. So uh, That will be Tuesdays as well. Okay, good to know. Right well, there, we, we did Tuesdays last year, and then yeah. I, I played softballs on two on two, softballs. I play softball Tuesday <laughs> nights, so it's nice. I do all I have to do on Tuesdays is the podcast, and then I go play softball. That's my Tuesday. That's pretty nice. It's pretty, pretty nice, nice Tuesday. All right, guys, we appreciate you joining us all year. For Pete, I'm Scott. We will see you next year on Give and Go. Later.